Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey now. Hey now. And welcome back to the show where two childhood friends discuss their favourite childhood movies. I'm Emily Sandford. And I'm Barney Lee. And whether it's iconic lines, musical moments, or just questionable outfit choices, the films we'll be talking about on our show are unique in their own way. And this week, we'll be discussing Monsters, Inc. Warning, this episode contains nostalgia and big love for sushi. Sushi? You think this is about sushi? <laughs> I could really go to Harry Housens right now. Harry Housens? Yeah. <laughs> I could do it with a California roll. Oh my gosh, and some unagi. Oh, and the little soya sauce that comes in the little and the plastic fish. fish. Yes. <laughs> Cute. Emily Sanford, you are the queen of impressions. <laughs> and how are you adding Celia from Monsters Inc. to your repertoire? <laughs> When's the one woman show? <laughs> <laughs> I promise I'll do some Instagram real soon. Please, the world needs them. I mean, this film is great. It's smart and funny and feel good as well. Like it's got such a lovely ending. I've easily watched it more times than I can count. So the film was released in the US on November the 2nd, 2001. It had a budget of $115 million, courtesy of Disney Pixar. Thank you very much. (laughs) And the box office gross was $579 million. So it more than made its money back. Wow, Walt Disney went for sushi. After that, money came in. Jeez, California rolling in it. Um... (laughs) Look, I really want to get into more of the film bio and like the directors and everything, but we do need to talk about our gift card and gift wrap collaboration (gasps) that we have created with an amazing illustrator who's based in Bristol called Zoe Spry. We've designed seven cards that are nostalgia related Mm -hmm. and they're so classy and fun. And like, if you love gift wrap and gift cards like us, then I definitely think you should go to zoespry.com. And check them out. Yeah, They're really, really cute guys. Like genuinely, I would have all of these on my wall. Yeah. And I do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we stand a montage wall. Yeah. We love that. So yeah, it's super exciting. And it's this isn't just exclusive to the UK, by the way, because we know we, like, we've got listeners all over the world. Yep. So of course, we've made it worldwide shipping. Yes. 
So no excuses, guys. Go check it out. Collect them all. It's like Pokemon, but like cool, you know? Yeah, it's easy to catch them all. Yeah, I mean, they're just in stock. Anyway, shall we get into Monsters, Inc.? <laughs> yes. Tell me a little bit about the directors. Okay, so the film was directed by Pete Doctor, David Silverman, and Lee Uncritch. So if you guys aren't familiar with Monsters, Inc., Ugh. What have you been doing? Why are you listening to this podcast? Get out the closet and <laughs> not in that way. Oh God, <laughs> take your time. I mean, like, you know, stop hiding from monsters. Oh no, the monsters are in the closet. Oh my God, I'm a bit hot. <laughs> okay, so the original idea of Monsters, Inc. was conceived back in 1994, if you can believe that. That was right. 27 years ago. Right. During the production of Toy Story. I, at one point, Sully was going to have tentacles instead of legs and he was going to have glasses mike was also going to be armless in an earlier draft <laughs> like what how does he do anything he literally like what Roz is like you haven't found your paperwork he's like yeah i don't have arms like what am i supposed to do drag it what i know you know we were talking about harryhausen's just a minute ago and that is actually named after ray harryhausen this really legendary special effects guy guy artist <laughs> some guy yeah. um but he's known for creating monsters for films like clash of the titans and jason and the argonaut okay Makes sense. giving him some respect you know in the simulation room at the beginning when they scroll on the videotape the mm. number that comes up is the actual number to reach out to, to pixar. pixar yeah i yeah. heard about that that's great this year disney plus have released a monsters inc tv spin-off it's called monsters at work it picks up basically six months after the monsters inc plot where monsters inc is now harvesting children's laughter instead of screams and it follows a new character called tyler tuskman voiced by a guy called ben feldman it kind of follows his pursuit to becoming a jokester like his idols sully and mike who also feature in this as well as celia and and, and all the original characters as well which Amazing. is incredible as well as Mindy Kaling joining the ranks as a monster called Val. Cute. Okay, so this is our evening plans yep. tonight. <laughs> we, we don't know what we're having for dinner, but I'm thinking sushi. Um, And we can watch this. Great. Yay. So let's start with Billy Crystal. Oh, the love of my life. Mike Wazowski. <laughs> you would recognize him from iconic films like When Harry Met Sally, City Slickers, and The Princess Bride. Yeah. Did you know he was originally offered the role of Buzz Lightyear in Toy Story? I've read this. He declined and hated himself for it ever since. Fine, but then he got to be Mike Wazowski, which... Mike is more lovable. Yeah. What about James P. Sullivan? James P. Sullivan is voiced by John Goodman. He is just one of those iconic actors yeah. instantly recognizable face and voice mm -hmm. he kind of rose to fame from a tv show called roseanne back in the day yeah he was in 10 cloverfield lane he was in the borrowers Ugh. the villain Ugh. Ugh. hated him and he voices pasha in the Empress New Groove. Which we are doing an episode on yes! in a couple of weeks. I can't wait for that. So yeah, really great. And again, his voice just lends himself perfectly to Sully. Was he also in the Flintstones? He was. Yeah. The live action Flintstones. Yeah. Oh my God, of course. He played Fred. Yes. Amazing. So we've also got Celia May. Um, <gasps> yes. Now, you will love this fact. She was married to Sam Simon, who was one of the creators of The Simpsons. R.I.P. Sam Simon, legend. Jennifer Tilly, 
is the actress's name. You've seen her in Modern Family. She's really famous for her voiceover work because she has that incredible voice. She was the voice of the Bride of Chucky and Bonnie in Family Guy. Jennifer had this like affiliation with The Simpsons and she like basically raved to Pixar because one of the writers on The Simpsons had created this script for this other animated film, The Incredibles, Ah! which we know is obviously an absolute classic. That is incredible. So she knew it was incredible before so we've also got randall boggs played by steve buscemi he has a recognizable face but probably for the wrong reason i was gonna say is it bad to say he looks a bit like a lizard <laughs> but he is incredible you yeah know, we have no hate for steve buscemi but not at all no and he's an incredible actor he's been in fargo ghost world reservoir dogs portlandia 30 yeah. rock does he always play that like weaselly kind of like mean character i mean he plays it so well so i think maybe you start to get typecast but also it's a talent yeah 100 <laughs> percent get that money so we've got boo who is played by mary gibbs now mary gibbs is one of the daughters of one of the producers on the film right yeah she wasn't like a voice actor was she she was no. just she was literally just like a toddler yeah boo's actual name is mary you know in the scene when she draws sully a picture yeah if you look closely enough on the paper she's written mary, mary. and that's a real name. Yeah. An Easter egg. All her lines were improvised. So they got her in like a recording booth and just got puppets and toys and just made her talk and yeah. sing. Yeah. And then they would just cut it together however they needed to. At least she got some like tuition money for when she's older. Right. You're off to Monsters University. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It was shit. <laughs> So let's move on to best supporting character or best supporting monster, I should say. <laughs> Do you want to kick off? Okay, so firstly, I want to start with the three monsters that appear in the news report, you know, when Boo's in the city. Yeah. So we've got that one burgundy, like long-limbed monster with the fangs and big green eyes and the huge eyelashes, the yellow slug with the five eyes, Yeah. and then the other monster who's got the lisp and he's got loads of eyes. They're kind of giving their like eyewitness account. Yeah, it's such a funny moment. So you've got the news reporter who's like... If witnesses are to be believed, there has been a child security breach for the first time in monster history. Well, a kid flew right over me and blasted a car with its laser vision. I tried to run from it, but it picked me up with its mind powers and shook me like a dog. <laughs> it's true. I saw the whole thing. <laughs> so good. They're iconic. So good. They are. I mean, they don't need names. They're just known as iconic monster one, two, and three. Exactly. <laughs> The news report monsters. So I really love Needleman and Smitty. They are the two kind of squeaky voice workers who are at Monsters Inc. Kind of like the janitors. Interns? Interns, yeah. All of the above. They are just hilarious and provide that comic relief when you need it. So then I said, if you want to talk to me like that again, we're through. What did she say? You know my mom. She sent me to my room. (laughs) I hurt my voice a little bit, but it was worth it. <laughs> Next episode sponsored by Strapsil. Because we need it. <laughs> That's so good. Look, there's some other good characters. It's in the scene where Mike and Sully are walking to work. So we've got 
Tony the Italian Monster. Yeah. He's the grocery store owner. His store is called Tony's Grocery. Gross. Oh, because they're monsters. Yeah, of course. He's yeah. selling spine apples, for example. Yeah. Um, and he's like, hey, 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 fellas. Yeah. And they're like, hey, Tony. I just really like him. Yeah. Keep moustache. He's, he's a vibe. Yeah. And then there's the monster who's a big jelly slug. <laughs> and he like goes over a vent and falls through yeah. the drain. Oh, great. <laughs> Like, how is he recovering from that? Because his eyes and his teeth remain, you know, on the grate, but everything else is like, what? What are you doing? <laughs> Hopefully Tony gave him a hand with yeah. his Many ten tentacles. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and then we've got the dinosaur who squawks like a chicken. They're waiting at the crossing and Sally's like, Ted walks to work. And then Mike goes, big deal. Guy takes five steps and he's there. <laughs> I want to know how he's fitting through the door. We've also got Jerry Slugworth, the monster who appears on the scare floor. He's got like the headset on. The Britney headset. Yes. And he kind of runs. He's like the floor manager, right? Yeah. He's the one who's like counting down until they can all open the doors and yeah. go and do the scaring. And um, there's this moment he's like, we are on in seven, six, five. And <laughs> because he's got seven he's fingers. He's got seven on... fingers on one hand. <laughs> Those details from the writers, I'm I'm obsessed with. It's so, so good. I think we need to shout out the abominable snowman. The most hospitable guest for someone who's been banished. He's so lovely. Obviously, he just like wants company. Yeah, I'd love to do Apro Ski with that guy. Truly. Welcome to the Himalayas. And then like Sully and Mike just looking at each other like, oh God. (laughs) He offers Mike and Sully snow cones. Mike goes, because they're yellow and he's like oh no 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 they're lemon (laughs) (laughs) and then after when sully's you know like making his way to the village to get through a door he's like hey i made more snow cones (laughs) (laughs) enough with the snow honestly i mean that's all he can make really well the character i really like is george sanderson Georgie, as the other monsters call him. Cute. He's the fluffy orange monster who's got the horn on his nose. Yeah. And he's so cute and he's got a bit of a list. They realise he's got a sock on his back. 2319, we got a 2319. And then he has that really cute line where he's like, Hey, thanks guys, that was a close one. And then obviously the yeah. CDA, the Child Detection Agency, yeah. explode the sock and then pull up that pop-up curtain and just like shave him and then he has to have that cone classic well on the subject of the cda we should probably segue to our best supporting character um, who is number one at the agency and her name is Roz. Roz was voiced by a guy called bob peterson mm-hmm. who was monsters inc story supervisor And what I love about him is that that voiceover was supposed to be temporary. It was just kind of like a stand-in while they were doing the storyboarding and, you know, all the rough bits. Yeah. You know, they loved his kind of nasal sing-song voice so much that they kept it in the final film. And she is now our best supporting character. So thank you, Bob Peterson. You're welcome. (laughs) Collect your award for the best supporting character. (laughs) Oh, that, you're right. That really strains your voice. It does. It does. I'm scared for best quotes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry. Just, I don't know why I'm trying to continue. I'm just like... <laughs> Learn your lesson. <laughs> just trying to give myself esophagus problems. Okay, now we're going to do most iconic outfit. I mean, it's difficult for this film because not a lot of people are wearing clothes. 
This is true. <laughs> it's a lot of fur. Yeah, so we might be speeding through this category. But that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Literally. More time for quotes. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Okay, so first of all, I think we should discuss Celia's outfit. Googly bear. Oh, googly bear. <laughs> you remembered. Yeah. She's probably the one with the most high fashion in Monstropolis, I reckon. So she's got like the green scaled dress with the fur trimmed collar. So chic. The color coordination between the dress and her purple skin. Yeah. Love it. So she's got like green scale pattern dress. Yeah. In that world, monsters have green scales. Would that be the equivalent of me walking down the street in like a suit that looks like pink flesh? It's kind of creepy when you think about it. I mean... So maybe don't think about it. (laughs) Can someone send me an amnesia row? (laughs) Alas, grass. Oh, you're right. And also I love like Celia's hair is obviously like the snakes and they're so, they're so cute, aren't they? They are really, really cute. And there's that close up of them. I wonder, do they need feeding or do you think they're just kind of chilling? I think they just, they probably don't need to eat. Right. And I love that the snakes are so like emotional. You know, they're obviously on the date and she's like, "Mm -hmm. what are you looking at? Oh, I was just thinking of the first time I laid eye on you. (laughs) How pretty you looked. Oh, stop it. Your hair was shorter then. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of getting it cut. <laughs> no, no, no. I like I like it long. And they're like, oh. <laughs> they're so cute. Oh my gosh. Um, we also have, you know, Boo. Her look is pretty iconic. Oh my god, that is the full on like pandemic uniform, slouchy pink t-shirt. She got leggings and socks. Perfect. She was ahead of her time. Yeah, and then of course the blue helmets as well that all the staff have to wear. Yes. You know. Oh my gosh, yeah, really cute. So I want to discuss the cousin's sister's daughter outfit. The outfit Sully makes Boo so she can wear it at Monsters, Inc. As a kind of monster disguise. So we've got the purple scale chair, which is like the material they use. Yeah. A mop for the hair. And then we've got a lamp for the eyes. Cute. And it works. Mr. Waterneys is like, James, is this one yours? Actually, that's my cousin's sister's daughter sir yeah it's bring an obscure relative to work day Mm, must have missed the memo (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure like in this day and age that holiday exists oh yeah Yeah. (laughs) there's a holiday for everything okay so i think most iconic outfit should go to mike when he is wearing the oven gloves the flippers snorkel and like the sieve on his eye because he thinks it's going to protect him from boo yeah he obviously doesn't want to be touched by her and he's got like the anti-back spray he's, yeah like trying to spray at her and then she sneezes on him and he sprays his eye yeah he's like <laughs> i mean thinking back to you know first lockdown when people were kind of going out not really having much like ppe protection i would see people out looking like Mike did with all the protection that you could just kind of find from home looking ridiculous oh my gosh I hope at Disney Pixar there were posters for the employees of Mike in his sieve and oven gloves with Roz standing next to him or something captioned make sure to wash your hands (laughs) (laughs) 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out of pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. So next, let's talk about best musical moment. And I think right from the go, we are given some musical gold with the Monsters, Inc. theme tune. Oh my goodness. The motion graphics for Monsters, Inc. Perfection. It's like a saxophone dream. Yeah, very jazzy. It just kind of gets you in the mood. Like you could hear the first bar of that and know exactly what it is you know the one we're talking about (laughs) 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 i'm obsessed yeah pixar hire us Um, where's our grammy there's kind of jazzy interludes throughout which is mm -hmm. great because everything ties in really well this film doesn't have a whole lot of real songs it's really all just orchestral music yeah however we do have some amazing musical moments 
from Mike and Sally themselves. Oh my goodness, we do. If I didn't have you. That won the Academy Award for Best Original Song. So Randy Newman, who'd been like composing and writing the music for Pixar since Toy Story. Yes. He'd received 16 previous Oscar nominations, but he'd never won anything. Yes. But thanks to Monsters, Inc., he finally could add Oscar winner to his cv i mean the album was nominated for an oscar for best original score and a grammy award for best score soundtrack album but lost both of those to lord of the rings i think we need to kind of shine a light on that soundtrack today john goodman and billy crystal singing that just sounds so good was this one of the first times that two character actors had performed the lines together in the same booth yeah i think so yeah and it shows like their chemistry honestly absolutely love it so good and Uh, that song plays during the end credits as well yeah so yeah it was worth the wait boo has a few musical moments she does like to sing it's very cute there's the bit where she's singing in the cubicle it's the bit before randall hits all the doors and it's that tense moment where both of them have to like stand on the toilet and hope he doesn't see it's so funny (laughs) lemon lemon long (laughs) hey do you know who would love that song the yeti (gasps) lemon yeah there's a moment where they've gone through one of the doors and it's like all the yodeling. I'm not a good yodeler. We need yodel kid. Remember when he got famous? That was his door. Oh my God. Good for him. However, best musical moment has to go to Mike. And Sully, when they're singing their fake musical. They're just arguing on the scare floor and everyone's kind of looking at them. And he's like, uh, oh, we're we're rehearsing for a play. It's a musical. Cool. Put that thing back where it came from. Put that thing back where it came from. Oh, so help me. So help me. I've just got to cry. A little bit later on as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's that musical. She's out of our <laughs> He has a lovely singing voice. Honestly, Billy Crystal. And well he, he even sings to Celia before their date. You and me, me and you, both of us together. Shush, go to work. <laughs> Stunning. That's why he's beginning to file his paperwork. Well, he's maybe. Just so... He's just doing warm-ups. Put that thing back where it came from, also help me, is incredible. And it's either in the bloopers or the end credits. We actually see their fully realized musical that they end up putting on. Yes. And it's a whole production. Everyone's doing the choreography and Sully doesn't really know he's barely following. And then there's a moment where Mike is sitting on a stool with a spotlight and he's like, she's out of her head. (laughs) Like a little ballad moment. And then at the end, like, so we put that thing back where it came from. (laughs) So So cute. There is that really funny meme, isn't there, of Mike sitting on the stool, just singing into the microphone. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah, if I was Roz and I was eavesdropping on him singing, I'd be like, put that paper where it's got to be. Oh, so help you. So help your voice. Is that okay? I don't know. Point, I really don't know. 2419, 2419. That means hot water with lemon stat. <laughs> All right, so now we're going on to best quotes. Ooh. 
You're buzzing for this. I can't wait for this. I'm more excited than Celia when she found out she was going to Harryhausen's, basically. So I think we should start with the beginning scene. This is like right at the beginning. Yes. This is straight after the title. It's like it's so early. Exactly. So you guys will remember it. It's when it's like, simulation terminated. Simulation terminated. And then we've got that monster. He's got a smart blazer, a little webbed ear thing going on. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Some big googly eyes. Yeah. All right. Mr. Bile, is it? Uh, my friends call me Flem. Uh-huh, Mr. Bile, can you tell me what you did wrong? I fell down? No, 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 before that. Can anyone tell me Mr. Bile's big mistake? Anyone? <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's have a look at the tape. Here we go. Uh, right, up, 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 up. There, see? The door. You left it wide open. And leaving the door open is the worst mistake any employee can make because... It could let in a draft. It could let it a child. <gasps> Mr. Waternoose. <laughs> that was brilliant. And you, you really needed the build up as well. So I think you nailed that. Just in live. Just because. Because. Yeah. Poor Flem. He really reminds me of someone I used to work with as well. I won't mention them. Oh. So another quote, the camera is on the alarm yes. on Sully's bedside table. And it says like 6.05. Yeah. It's Mike doing the voice. Good morning, Monstropolis. It's now five past the hour of 6 a.m. in the big monster city. Temperatures are a balmy 65 degrees, which is good news for you reptiles. And it looks like it's going to be a perfect day to maybe, hey, just lie in bed, sleep in, or simply work out that flab that's hanging over the bed. Get up, Sully. <laughs> <laughs> that comic timing. He has like, such a good voice for radio. Definitely. And a face for radio. Don't mind me saying. <laughs> Talk about my googly bear like that. Oh my God. Yeah. And then straight after that, we have Sully. I don't believe I asked for a wake up call, Mikey. Hey, let's talk more pain, Marshmallow Boy. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's great. And then after that, they see the Monsters, Inc. TV ad. And something that really tickled me, and it shouldn't because it's such an insignificant line. During the TV ad, they have different people who work there, like, turn to the camera and say, I'm Monsters, Incorporated. And it cuts back to them watching TV and Sally goes, hey, look, Betty. I don't know why it's so stupid, but I, it really, really tickled me. So they watch that commercial, don't they? I love throughout the entire film, like a barcode or a logo or something goes on Mike's face. He's always obscured by something like that. I was on TV. And then the phone rings. I know. Wasn't I great? Did the whole family see? It's your mom. What can I say? The camera loves me. <laughs> It is so, so good. I love when Mike and Sully are back at the apartment with Boo and they're worried of getting found out. I think the CDA are flying helicopters all over. And Sully says, how could I do this? How could I be so stupid? This could destroy the company. And Mike's like, who cares about the company? What about us? That thing is a killing machine. And it cuts to Boo and Boo's like running in a circle going, La 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 la. <laughs> Honestly, the writer's minds. Sully's like, hey, Mike, this might sound crazy, but I don't think that kid's dangerous. Oh, really? Well, in that case, let's keep it. I always wanted a pet that could kill me. <laughs> like, he gets so scared. He falls into the bin and those books fall into his mouth. Yeah. And then Boo laughs. And Sully's like, what was that? Mike says, I have no idea, but it would be great if it didn't do it again. <laughs> so good. He has some amazing one-liners. So after Mike makes plans with Celia, he says to Sully, oh, 
I'm just so romantic. Sometimes I just marry myself. <laughs> and um, when he has that little run in with Randall, what happens when the whistle blows in five minutes? Uh, I get a timeout. Everyone goes to lunch, which means the scare floor will be painted empty. It'll be empty, you idiot. <laughs> Shh. Do you hear that? It's the winds of change. Me, me, me. It's the winds of change. <laughs> I'm going to really make you teach that guy a lesson. <laughs> make you. Like, it's stuff like that I'm just obsessed with. Yes. And I don't know if you noticed this in Monsters University. You know, the scene where the pig runs into the dorm room. It's kind of like the uni mascot, maybe. Right. And it runs into the room that Mike shares with Randall. Above Randall's bed is a poster that says... The winds of change. <gasps> no way! Yeah. yeah. Ooh, it's foreshadowing. Nice. I like that. And also when Randall has captured Mike, thinking he was capturing Boo. Yeah. Where is it, you little one-eyed cretin? And then what does Mike say? First of all, it's cretin. If you're going to threaten me, do it properly. <laughs> <laughs> Sassy, even close to death. One of my favourite quotes is when Mike is sitting in the chair and Fungus, who is Randall's assistant, who is played by Frank Oz, a really famous voice actor. Yeah. So he actually does Miss Piggy's voice. Just That's fun. amazing. Fun fact. Anyway, Mike is looking at Fungus. Because obviously Fungus doesn't really like Randall, but just has to do what Randall says. Yeah. Fungus, you like cars? Huh? Because I got a really nice car. You let me go, I'll give you a... A ride in the car. <laughs> what a good bribe. <laughs> There's no way Mike would give up his car yeah. for anyone. So obviously when they're leaving to work in the opening scene and like Mike wants to drive and Sully's like, no, come on. There's a scream shortage. We should just walk. Mm -hmm. And then Mike's like, hey, genius. Do you know why I bought that car? Not really. To drive it, you know, like with the honk honk and the vroom vroom. I just <laughs> <laughs> say that every time I get in a car. Yes. But we can't finish best quotes without touching on the light of our lives. That's Ms. Raz. Because she's iconic and anything she says is brilliant. I think we need to award best quotes to, bear with me here. Mike goes up to Raz's office window. He goes, good morning, Raz, my succulent little garden snail. And who will we be scaring today? Wazowski. You didn't file your paperwork last night. Oh, that darn paperwork. Wouldn't it be easier if it all just blew away? Don't let it happen again. Yes, well, I'll try to be more careful next time. I'm watching you, Razowski. Always watching. Oh, she's nuts. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, are you Roz? Surprise. <laughs> Imagine if you like pulled off your face right now and you were Roz. Oh my God. Well, I am awfully sludgy. Oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that note, maybe let's move on to Can We Discuss? <laughs> Okay, so now we're going on to our favourite part of the podcast, which is Can We Discuss? I have a really great one to kick off with, if if you don't mind. Okay. So, throughout the film, we always hear, 
2319. We've got a 2319. Yeah. And it's like, what is that code? We know it means, you know, contamination, you know, but why the numbers? And there was a TikTok that went viral and they realized that the 23rd letter in the alphabet is W and the 19th letter is S, W, S, white sock. (gasps) It's code for white sock. Who made that TikTok? Are they a spy? MI5. Hire them right now. Truly. The username was... Slug69. Nice. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Such a fun fact. See, this is why you guys listen to the Hey Now, Hey Now podcast. We bring you the good. Yeah. So this was the main thing that I wanted to talk about and can we discuss. Mm. The fact that we waited 12 years for a follow-up to Monsters, Inc., and we got a prequel. A prequel! So disappointing. I'll be honest, I watched Monsters University once, and I didn't enjoy it. (gasps) I think just the disappointment of it not being a sequel. Like, I wanted to see what Boo was like and everything else, but we never got that. I also can't believe Monsters University was released in 2013. Mm. Oh my gosh. Eight years years ago. Yeah. We've we've nearly had as much time between Monsters, Inc. 1 and 2. Oh. I feel sick. Um, like what? You know what's even worse? We almost did get the sequel of our dreams and it got cancelled. I read this. Do you want me to tell everyone what it was about? Please, because I'm holding back tears. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Monsters Inc. 2 was apparently gonna be called Lost in Scaradice. And the plot was basically going to focus on Mike and Sully visiting Boo on her birthday, only to find out Boo has moved. So Mike and Sully were then going to have to travel through the human world to find Boo. This is according to IMDB, by the way. So before the little lampshade that's like, (laughs) comes and kills us in our sleep. We just want to clarify that. We got it off the internet. Yeah, we did not. We're not leaking this. But in July of this year, the script was uploaded to YouTube and (gasps) revealed various other details. Sully struggles as the Monsters, Inc. CEO, because that's what he got promoted to. Mike and Celia would have got married. Randall had a redemption arc. We'd see the banished monsters coming back to the monster world. We'd find out that Boo had a brother and a human kid named Simon was the main antagonist. (gasps) So lots to unpack there. Maybe we'll get it one day. Maybe not. Yeah. Something else that I wanted to talk about was how quickly Boo Uh, falls asleep. Can she drop her her secret? She does not need the car map because (laughs) she is out like a light. Sully's like, you go to sleep. (laughs) What? So easily. But then she's like two. Also, um, that bed looked really comfortable. It was like five times her size. Yeah. Because Sully's massive. Yeah. But... I mean, we should probably talk about Sully's apartment. It is gorgeous. Is that what you get on a scarer salary? Because honestly, sign me up. Yeah. Mike lives with him. I d- yes. I feel like they are. Yeah, because his car was parked outside, right? Yeah. Although he could have driven. I don't know. So they're not that old then, are they? They've, this is like obviously their first job kind of outside of university, I'm assuming. Yeah. If the housemates. So in the sequel, Mike would have moved in obviously <gasps> with Celia. Celia. Yeah. That's I wonder so what cute. her place would look like. Green scaly sofas and purple drapes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what is so interesting, which again, it took me a few watches to realise. Mm. Sully's big cosy armchair that has a hole in the back of it. It's to let his tail through. Ah. It's 
Ah, oh, makes perfect sense. Oh. Now, something I'm wondering if Disney and Pixar can think about is a new ride, and I want to pitch it. Please. <laughs> so you know, obviously, there's the scene where they like, jump onto all the wardrobe doors. Wouldn't it be amazing if there was a ride? That was those doors. There's like 23 million doors, apparently. But you just kind of like sit on the side of the door and just be transported around. That would be so good. That would be amazing. So there is a Monsters, Inc. ride at one of the Disney parks, but it's very slow moving. You kind of just like drift through different scenes. There's lots of like CDA people looking for Boo and Mike and Sally pop up at random bits and like (gasps) Randall is there. But it's very slow, very kid friendly. I want what you're saying, like the massive like roller coaster. Yeah. Racing through. That would be so cool. Sign me up, Disney. Okay, the last (laughs) thing that I did want to talk about was Mike's new car. Now, that is honestly my favorite Disney short. And I'm not sure if many people remember this. I think when we you watched it at the cinema, it came up at the end. Mm. But it was definitely on like the DVD credits. Yes. And if you have Disney Plus, this is not Spawn, um, you can watch Mike's new car on that. In fact, you can watch it on YouTube. It is so funny. It's the only, or at least one of the only Disney shorts that has dialogue in it. This is like a proper like... 10 minute scene Mike is trying to show off his amazing car to Sully looking at all the features and it just goes from bad to worse doesn't it it's like we released a panther (laughs) he's got this amazing like six wheel drive literally yellow car looks like it's it's probably features on like monstropolis top gear or something everything happens doesn't it he invites Sully to like sit in the car yeah Sully presses some buttons the seat's going And then he goes out, presses a button, gets his hands trapped in the bonnet, gets trapped in the bonnet, and there's all this like the gears are like moving around. He's like, ah! There's samba music playing, and then it stops, and then he leaves, and he's just got that little bit of smoke from his butt. It's just so funny. And then there's the end bit where he's like, don't touch anything, and then he flies from it. I think that short has scared me into never wanting to drive. Fine. We just have to get so rich. We just have chauffeurs. Fine. I would have loved it if he opened the boot at the end. And yeah. Guess who? <laughs> get it's, out. It's a Roz wheel drive. <laughs> She's quite funny, Roz. You know, I just imagine her saying like, I think we'd have a really good night out with her. I think she's like, she'd be up for for a good night. Do you think? Yeah, I could totally see it. Her little sparkly, like, little bomber jacket slugging along. Do you think she's one of those, like, cops who also does cocaine? Probably. Although if she did that, it would, like, fizz up. It would be like... (laughs) (laughs) No, Rose, that's salt! I've never felt so high. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Rose. So let's move on to trivia. And I think I've got some good ones this week. Are you ready? Okay. Okay, right. Here we go. What odorants does Sully offer Mike in the locker room? Oh, one is wet dog. Yes. One is like garbage. Smelly garbage. Um, yeah. And one is, I have no idea, like Jean-Paul Gaultier. <laughs> <laughs> it's old dumpster. So, yeah. Googly bear. Oh. <laughs> There goes our sponsorship. 
<laughs> Sorry, Jean-Paul. Mm. Um, okay, my question to you. So Sully goes into Boo's room. Mm. He picks up some toys. And there's three of them that are based on iconic Pixar animations. Can you tell me what they are? Yes. There is a Jesse Cowgirl doll. Yep. We see Finding Nemo. Yep. Because that was Pixar's next film. Yeah. Is it the the Toy Story ball? Yes. Yeah! Googly bear! The ball from Luxo Jr. Yes. Yeah. They're kind of like the yellow, red with a star and a blue stripe or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's classic it. One. Here's a tricky one. Do you know how many flowers are on Boo's door? Oh my goodness. I'm going to say seven. <laughs> Your stunned silence is very reassuring. That's five. Fine. <laughs> I wasn't watching properly. <laughs> uh, my throat is really psyched. Oh, honestly, we're nearly done. Don't worry. Okay, so in the beginning scene, Mike kind of trains Sully, doesn't he? He makes him do all these like morning protocol. Scary feet, scary feet, scary feet, scary feet. Kids awake. Okay, twins in the bunk bed. And then... <laughs> There's a moment when they're in the bathroom together. He basically says to Sully, scary monsters don't have blank. Plaque. Yes. Googly bear. Fight that black, fight that black. So good. That's true as well. Okay, what is the Monsters, Inc. company motto? We scare because we care. Yeah. Googly bear. Now, they would have had to change that motto when they moved from scaring to laughing. Uh, I wonder what they would have done. We laugh till you laugh. You know what? We don't work for Pixar. We don't have to worry about this. <laughs> Save <laughs> it to the pros. <laughs> there is a commercial, as we know, for Monsters, Inc. Yeah. The whole point of it is like, we're a part of your life. Mm-hmm. So what does the commercial say that Monsters, Inc. does? Uh, there's three things. We power your home, power your car. Yes. And we light your city. Yes. <laughs> Googly bear. Okay, when Sully attempts to file paperwork for Mike, he's told to leave which colour paper? Leave the puce. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Googly bear. Do you know what kind of colour puce is? Is puce like a fuchsia kind of colour, like a purpley? Purpley brown. Oh. Yeah. According to our friend Google. I see. Celia in Mike's new apartment colors are we gonna have on the wall i say leave the puce yeah <laughs> see we could write the lines for the oh, sequel man it writes itself i know oh for god's sake Ugh. so sully tells mike that he could use the exercise what is mike's response oh my gosh is this in the beginning scene as well yeah god you love that scene oh so <laughs> there's so much good stuff that happened in that scene oh i, oh, I don't know <laughs> Your stunned silence is very reassuring. It's the, I could use the exercise. Look at you. You you, you have your own climate. He basically says, you have your own climate. <laughs> he does. Good one. He does. Good one. All right. My final question to you. When Mike tries out his stand-up routine on a child at the end of the film, yeah. what part of the routine finally makes the child laugh? He... Swallows the microphone and burps. Yes! <laughs> Googly bear! That's it. And, it. and literally the burp like makes him rock on the stool that he's sitting on. Oh, That's it. You got it. So good. Wow. Okay, so there's another kind of like miscellaneous monster who's like walking along the street. He sneezes into his newspaper. Do you know what he says? He, so he sneezes into his newspaper and fire comes out. Yeah. And it burns the newspaper. Does he say like, oh, nuts? Yes! <laughs> Googly bear. Yeah. <laughs>
I redeemed myself. Woohoo! Yes. And I love the newspapers in Monsters Inc. because there is that scene where Roz is like holding a newspaper yeah. and it's called like the Daily Glob. Ew. <laughs> I know. Um, it's like baby born with five heads. Parents thrilled. Yeah. I also, sorry, just, you've just reminded me that scene where they're walking to work and the kids are doing like jump rope with that monster's tongue. It's like, hi, Sally. Hi, Mike. <laughs> and then he flings into the person's eye. He's like, hey, watch it. <laughs> God, this film's good. Brilliant. Well, dear listeners, thank you so much for tuning in this week. I'm so glad that we got to chat all things Monsters Inc. with you guys. And we're very pleased that you're enjoying this animation series. Um, if you want to follow us, you can find us on Instagram. It's at Hey Now Hey Now. If you've got Apple Podcasts, leave us a little five-star review on that. We would appreciate it so much and we won't send Raz on you. Um <laughs> I love how easily you slipped into that. (laughs) And don't forget to check out our greetings card collection in collaboration with Zoe Spride Design. Those can be found on zoespride.com and shop to your heart's content. Yes, you can find the link in our podcast bio. Absolutely. It's an amazing collaboration. And you know us, we love the paperwork. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.